All You Need to Know, the BQ Prime podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 22nd of May. First up, news from the automotive space. Electric two-wheelers in India are set to get costlier from next month as the government reduces the FEM2 subsidy with effect from the 1st of June. The government had provided a generous subsidy for electric two-wheelers to bolster sales and encourage the shift from fossil fuel-powered vehicles. But demand for EVs has been unprecedented, particularly in the two-wheeler space, possibly owing to the high cost of fuel. Starting from the 1st of June, electric two-wheelers will receive a subsidy of 10,000 rupees per kilowatt hour as against 15,000 rupees earlier. Additionally, the cap on incentives has been set at 15% of the ex-factory price of the vehicles as against 40% earlier. The new rule applies to vehicles registered on or after 1st of June. Now, you probably heard that the Reserve Bank of India on Friday said it would be removing 2,000 rupee notes from circulation. A couple of important points to remember here. This is not a demonetization and BQ Prime has confirmed that the notes will continue to remain legal tender even after the deadline. So if you happen to find a 2,000 rupee note in your pocket after the deadline, you'll still be able to go to the bank and deposit it. By the way, after a bit of a hue and cry, State Bank of India has withdrawn the requirement for requisition slips for exchange of 2,000 rupee notes. And finally, in order to ensure operational convenience and avoid disruption of regular activities in bank branches, exchange of 2,000 rupee banknotes to other banknotes uh, can be made up to a limit of 20,000 rupees at a time at any bank starting from the 23rd of May. Now, big news in the media space, Samir and Vineet Jain, the promoters of Bennett Coleman & Co., which is better known as the Times Group, have reached a settlement to split the media conglomerate's assets between themselves, according to RPG Group Chairman Harsh Goenka. The elder brother, that is Samir Jain, who is 68, who is the vice chairman and managing director of the company, will now handle the print business, while Uh, Vinit Jain, who is 56 and the managing director of the group, will take control of the broadcast, digital and entertainment businesses. In international news, the big headline continues to be the negotiations to raise the US debt ceiling. There was a discussion between negotiators in Washington ahead of a meeting today between President Joe Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy as time grows short to avert a US default. McCarthy said that he was more hopeful of a deal after talking with Biden about solutions to bridge their differences, while Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has said that the U.S. would be unable to pay its bills from mid-June onwards. The fallout of a possible default is almost unimaginable on economies as well as on markets, but UBS strategists have warned that the S&P 500 would fall as much as 20%. In other news, Instagram is set to take on Elon Musk-run Twitter with a similar microblogging text platform that is likely to be launched by the end of June. The Twitter-like platform is apparently codenamed P92 or Barcelona. And Apple has reportedly restricted internal use of AI chatbot 
ChatGPT and GitHub's uh, co-pilot over concerns that its confidential data may end up with developers who train the AI models on user data. According to the Wall Street Journal, the iPhone maker is concerned that workers could release confidential data as it develops its own similar technology. In international markets, U.S. futures are flat at the start of the week, with traders continuing to remain cautious. And the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started mixed. The Kospi in South Korea was higher by 0.8% last I checked, while the Nikkei was flat and the Australian benchmark was lower by 0.2%. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Global queues are somewhat muted at the start of the week. What are you focusing on? Yeah, that's true, Alex. Uh, things are exactly the things are actually a bit muted, so uh, difficult to focus on uh, market-wide moves. But keep in mind that it's the expiry week, so that's part one. And part two, that India has had a tough week last one, save for Friday. So if we manage to actually pull through today's session without much uh, damage then you might actually see some bit of a pullback into the equity indices risk appetite as well. So should be interesting to see how this one shapes up. Uh, uh, last week, pharma stocks had a very tough one. It was the worst performing index for the better part of the week. And Friday session two, it ended as the worst performing index. So may look tentative this week as well uh, with all the US FD inspections continuing. FBI has finally turned at sellers as I'm guessing you would have marked too after 16 days, but too early to call a change, I would reckon. It's an interesting day of results. Shri Cement and BP sale amongst the large ones, the mid-sized ones include NHEG, PB FinTech, Sunset Engineering, Aditya Birla Fashion. So a clutch of interesting numbers to come out uh, uh, in the session today as well. But a lot of result reactions anticipated. I'm watching out for Z Entertainment because the Mumbai bench of NCLT dismissed the application by IDBA Bank to initiate insolvency proceedings against the company. Uh, so that could be interesting for Z. Uh, DV's lab could be interesting because much unlike what some of the peers like Loras or a few others did, DV's to be actually came out with numbers were, which were not bad uh, relative to what was estimated. The extent of damage wasn't that bad. Uh, in fact, the company said it's looking to reach a historical gross margins of 60 to 65% by the end of FY24. Compare that to what I mean, has Laura's or some of the other CDMO companies are citing, which is a modest recovery. So pretty strong commentary for DVs, and that should actually help uh, the stock do well. I would suspect that despite the miss in the quarter, uh, the commentary and the relativity of the miss would ensure that DVs could actually do well today. Let's see, I might be wrong, but watch out for that one. JSW Steel did much better than estimated on most counts, including EBITDA margins. Uh, the commentary wasn't that bad either. Maybe the stock does okay. Narayan Rudalaya, strong numbers, much better than estimated, uh, could do well. Net profit up 1.5 times. And EBITDA margins too do okay, about 400 basis point expansion. Bandhan Bank, net interest income was down, net profit was down, but the 57%, the but the asset quality improved. Let's see how it shapes up. What will do well are three names, Hindustan Copper, NLC India, and Dalmia Bharat, each of which had a very strong performance in revenues as well as profitability. So watch out for them. Uh, Zomato and Delivery 2 came out with numbers, which uh, you would argue that on for both of them, uh, the net loss was better than estimated. Revenue numbers were largely in line with estimated. 
maybe there's a bit of a reaction though i don't know um now the weak names very quickly glenmark pharma actually the numbers looked okay but there an exceptional loss of 800 crores which led to a net loss of 428 crores versus an estimate of 276 crores profit keep in mind the reason why this is important because glenmark has put up a very good rally behind it and therefore interesting to see if there's a bit of a correction today irb much lower than estimated expectations of uh pat uh, 130 crores was estimated 212 crores but yes the beta margins were much better than estimated so that's to be kept in mind abit a beta margins were weak net profit was weak much lower than estimated crompton greaves consumer had a 25% downtick in net profit and a 300 or 200 basis points crack in a beta margin and jk lakshmi too delivered below estimate uh, alchem labs was a miss in q4 as well just watch out for the us fda inspection impact on aurobindo pyramal and and biocon with aurobindo being issued four observations so that is to be watched out for as well so that's a long laundry list of stocks which will have a bit of a reaction in the session today uh, watch out for coffee stocks as well because coffee prices have risen all through last week including friday and therefore not ccl products but maybe tata coffee could be an interesting one to watch with this it's back to you thanks neeraj And as always thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day.